Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is Kathleen, and I'm here with Julia to chat Survivor 45, Episode 7, titled The Thorn in My Thumb, said by Katura about who else other than Bruce, who she hates more than anyone in the world. Papa Bruce, Uncle Papa Bruce. Bruce. He's he's both my father and my uncle these days. <laughs> um. Okay, let's get right into how we felt about the episode. I, for one, loved this episode. I thought it was fast-paced, finally. Like, even with a 90-minute episode, I thought it was fast-paced with the immunity slash reward challenge, two tribals, with which meant double deliberation, and genuinely, I thought like the tribals could go either way, even though I had a feeling where it would lean. It was still like, you know, someone could surprise me. I just thought this was a cool episode. It was fun. I was like, I was having a good time. I was having a great time until tribal council. I think like it was the anticipation and like the what could be of it all that made it so great. And then I think that the material they had to work with as far as like what actually went down in tribal council was pretty. We can get right into it. One uh the directing of this episode was so different and interesting and the, we couldn't stop talking about it during the episode julia couldn't watch with us last night but we watched with the rest of the, the yeah Survivor what were you saying well for me it felt like there were certain moments that like jake would be talking in complete silence like narrating something but it's all silent and then it would get to the song which which felt new to me. I don't oh. I'll have to show you what I mean, because it's like I was clocking it on both watches that I did. And then two, of course, the tribal council, like, yeah, scene they did, which is the first I've ever seen like that. Um, It was easy enough to know, like, OK, D is obviously voting for Caleb. Caleb's voting for Mama J. So we can foreshadow that without spoiling it. So they did like a, a little foreshadow storytelling, which apparently blew Jeff Probst's mind. I did not care for it at all. First of all, I thought that I was glitching out because I did not watch live. I watched recorded and I was like, oh my God, my thing skipped to the end. I literally thought like it skipped. It like took me live while it was like still happening or still airing. So I was like, what the fuck? Um, No, I did not like it. And I'll tell you why, because even if we can guess to the best of our ability, like, okay, this person's going to vote. Like, even if the writing is on the wall that early on in the episode or like in a season itself, your vote is, it's the thing in this game that to take away the mystery of it and to take away the, like, I I feel like it de-emphasized and took away not agency because their votes still counted, but like it, it de-emphasized people's votes. And I get that like, they're not living it as a television show. Like it still happens obviously chronologically when you're experiencing it. But if I was D and I was watching that back, I'd be like, well, what the hell man? Like way to make me look so predictable. Sure. Okay. I see that completely. And, 
I have to disagree just in, you know, it was just like, wow, they're trying something new. That's fun. I, I couldn't stop saying, is this the first time director that was really trying something new? Or was it like a really seasoned vet that was like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm trying something new. But either way, if they were going to do it, this was the time to do it and the people to do it with because D was so like, I don't give a fuck. It's Caleb energy and Caleb had to go Mama J. So I see totally see what you're saying in a different situation. I would be saying the same thing. But for now, I'm like, it's fine. I would think Jeff again, Jeff saying it blew his fucking mind. I'm like, OK, uh, 45 seasons in, you're still getting your mind blown, dog. It's like, come on. <laughs> He'd say that about anything at this point. S- sorry. <laughs> now i'm like piecing it together maybe perhaps the reason that i was dissatisfied with the tribal council is because that particular edit led me down a path of imagination that something really awesome and iconic was going to happen and it was just a straight vote like i was like yes okay foresight is everything Let's split the vote. Let's do something risky. Let's be willing to go for rocks and say that I think I know enough about this person's game in Jake's read of Austin being somebody who plays scared, quote unquote, and would be willing to flip. I think, I mean, we'll talk, I can talk about Jake for a whole segment if we need to. But because of that particular cut coming off the heels of such an iconic tribal council in episode six, I was really disappointed with how things actually shook out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they really teed up Jake to try and have a big episode for himself. He was trying to take control. I knew Julia's boyfriend was really trying to take control of the game. And listen, he's now in the doghouse. He was on the bad side of the vote in this one, but he's going to be reunited with the other six or the other five now, I guess, at this point. And it'll be fine for Jake. But um, I thought this was smart of Caleb. I was like, this is the only play you've got. I am shocked that Katora didn't go with him. She played safe instead of playing iconic, which is fine. Playing safe is fine. And now she kind of has little allies in in the Reba squad. But Caleb was on my draft team and I thought I would be really, really sad. Almost as sad as he was when he got voted out because he was fucking devastated. Like he could not. He was gobsmacked. And I really liked Caleb, but I think his story felt finished to me. Like the shot in the dark was his swan song. I was like, you know, he's gotten more fucking FaceTime on this show than most people get when they win the season. So I'm like, you know what? Let other people have their shot. He played a really good few games. He was, you know, he picked the short straw in every episode. He was put into a team that was just losing, losing, losing. And he did his best. Um, I love him. And now I have. there's no chance I'm going to win the draft. But I'm really okay with Caleb being one of the two going home. I as well. But don't you think now kind of uh, circling back to something that we talked about last week, uh, are we now forgetting that this is not for the consumption? I mean, it is for the consumption of us because it is a television show. But like, I feel like in saying like his story is wrapped, his narrative is done. I didn't need any more is forgetting that he could have won a million dollars and he didn't win a million dollars. So true. And I think the way I'm thinking about it is like, well, I'm not winning a million dollars. So who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> and and but on our but couches, I agree. at least D mentioned it this episode. That was straight for you. She goes, did she? Yeah. She was like, I'm playing for it. That could have been a million dollar decision or a million dollar oh, win you're right. or something. And I yeah, was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. finally, someone fucking mentioned it. Yeah, thank you. I agree, though, that 
it's one of those things where like if Caleb if he scraped by and we we lost um who was that we were gonna lose? Julie? Mama J, yeah. yeah. I would have been sad. I didn't want to go home. Me too. Because and that and this is why, because she has not gotten an arc. As people sitting here consuming a television show, even though it's a reality television show, we are wanting a satisfying narrative for the season as a whole and for individual players that we care about, right? Mm-hmm. So we care about Mama J that if she were to go home, it would have been unsatisfying. But it was satisfying even though we care about Caleb because his arc has been completed. Totally. And that is a credit to the editing and the way that they're constructing the final product of what we get to see on television Mm -hmm. as a whole, like, you know, 10,000 foot view loving how they're doing that because I am feeling the things and I do feel like a little bit bummed for him, but also satisfied in what we got out of his story. Yeah. But within, as we zoom into this specific episode, unsatisfied in the editing choices that they made in that tribal council, like foresight. Sure. So some good choices, some bad choices, Overall, I think the season's like super fun and I just I'm loving it. I did not give a shit about the Sifu vote and he is in my pool. So I was like, see ya. Bye. And what a bummer to not make jury like that's if I go if I were to go on. Obviously, I'm going on to win a million dollars. Yes. But like knowing that it's a one in 18 chance, I at least want to make jury. I I say I at least want to make merge and then I at least want to make jury. I think Caleb will be such a good jury member. I love it. Sifu. Sifu didn't have a good take on like anyone. I don't think like Sifu was kind of like just like a J. She didn't. They didn't make very many connections. And Sifu seems like a really good guy. But he was playing a weird game. And he didn't feel like he fought hard enough for himself in this episode. Like they said Bruce. And honestly, it should have been Bruce. I would have loved to keep Sifu if that meant blindsiding Bruce with a idol in his pocket. And I don't know. I, I like I I couldn't care less about the seafood going home. That's the point. And, yeah. and I'm more like, okay, get these people I don't care about out so we can get to I care yeah. about every single person that goes home from from a certain point. But yeah, the individual immunity portion of the game, although this was had a little twist because it was like two necklaces, two people going home. It's so much funner. It's so much funner. When it's an individual game versus yeah. a team game. Because totally. it, it was crazy to me that like Bruce had said, you know, I, I had never talked in strategy with Kendra once. And I'm like, well, that there you go. That's what happens when when Bello doesn't go to fucking tribal once. He said she did not talk to me once. He is. Again, he's expecting people to come to him and like they need to approach me, me on my throne. I can't. It's not for me. Insufferable. We didn't, we didn't do fixations, but... <gasps> oh, my God. Do you even have one? Because there wasn't any, like, words or something Jake. funny. Yeah, I knew yours was going to be Jake if you... That's because it. He was, like, doing it for me this episode as well. Yeah. But mine, mine is Bruce saying to Katora, calling her out in front of Reba, and then acting like he didn't do it on purpose. Did he play dumb? He played so dumb. He was like, oh, when Katura brought it up to him, Katura brought it up to him like yeah. an angel. And he was like, oh, you know, man, I always play an honest game. You know, I'm always playing an honest game. I'm like, ew, dude, you are so gaggy, man. I hate him. Speaking hate of him. Bruce, I just think that Kelly is 
playing oh. it so right. She is crushing it because Bruce only trusts Kelly, really, and maybe Jake, but it Kelly's his number one, and, and Kelly cannot wait to get him out. But she said, I love I, it. Normally, I don't like it when someone is like, he'll go when I want him to go. But when Kelly said it, I was like, hot. And I, I, was, I right. could not agree more. I was truly because I had a problem with this last week and in my fixation of Bruce being like, I'm calling the shots. I'm in charge. And like when I what I say is is the word capital W, the word. Mm-hmm. But Kelly saying it this week, I was like, yes. And maybe it's because we're also in this moment where and she said it like, you know, I couldn't be more proud to to loot like i love seeing two badass women up here we get a little we get like a little sneaky peeky at maybe next week being an all-female alliance i think maybe i just hate men i think maybe i just hate men it's so hard not to root for women when they're crushing it in this game and you know we got d and kelly being the last people up on the challenge d winning because of her toe they foreshadowed that so well. I love that. So good. Who knows so if good. it was actually her toe. At some point, she didn't even have her feet on it. She was like f- holding them up in the air and like her thighs were just crunching the thing. She was beasting it. So was yeah. Kelly. It's so hard not to root for that. And and it's so weird who I feel like connection with in this show. Because like none of the Reba girls I didn't think I was. I always liked Mama J, but I didn't feel like connection with them. Whereas like. I really like Kelly. I always yeah, liked well. Katora. Sabaya was my girl. Emily's mm-hmm. my girl. But like women over everybody. <laughs> really? So yeah. When, so when we got the next week on and the, all the girls were like, this is our time to get out boys. I was like, oh, my fuck. Like, am I about to fall in love one by one? How pristine would that be if they actually I mean, this is like a every season. If they're not even talking about it, then the men think that they are like they're Let's the, let's burn all the witches. Yeah, exactly. um, I totally agree that Kelly feels like. A game that I would aspire to have be closely like that, that would be a game I would like to play. It's unfortunate, though, and she said it many times, like. Basically, and I have I, I can't remember the exact word she used, but basically like Bruce is her liability. Like Bruce is the yep. one hindrance to her feeling like she can play this game the way she wants to play it. Yeah, it's the worst cries. part of her game. Is that what she, is is what she says? Bruce mm-hmm. is the worst part of my game, which is so hilarious because who you align yourselves with in the beginning is pretty happenstance right it's like we're on the same beach we're bellow strong like yada yada and then you really have to like either lean in on that and carry that person as far as you possibly can to propel your game but know the right moment to cut them and i think kelly played it very smart i do think that it was sifu's week to go i don't as much as i would have loved to see bruce flicked off of this beach like the little that he is i i think she is correct in that she can continue to use him as a shield there's a lot of shield talk this week i would love to keep talking about shields because the hottest moment the hottest moment of jake in this episode was when he finally talks to katura and he's like caleb is a threat meaning he's a shield and he wants to disarm d so we wanted to get mama j out and the way he said it so matter of factly i was like slay Yes, he had a great Jake. episode. Hot. He had a great episode. Here's my moment of Jake Hot is uh, first tacos go to D. I love that. I love a gentleman. Yes. I hate men, but I love a gentleman. <laughs> um, I also think that he was very wise to 
in the moment of tribal council, look Julie in the face and say, Julie, it was me. We can talk. Let's talk. Yeah. I thought that was hot. Yeah. I think. And just like, that's the way, like, you're going to have to come to blows with it. Man up and just go like, it was me. Let's have a talk when we get back to the beach. I agree with this. This season is like so funny where everything's out in the open. Nothing's hidden. I think the only things that are hidden is like Austin. No one really knows Austin has that idol. I guess maybe one or two people don't know that Bruce has an idol, but the majority does. Now they will. Yeah. Well, even when they were deliberating with their side, Drew was really wanting Bruce. But again, I think he's doing a good job not forcing anything because once you start forcing your opinion is when people think you're a threat. Drew was talking to Kendra, like, let's talk through this to figure out whether or not they should vote Bruce or they should vote Sifu. And Kendra wanted Kendra was saying Sifu at this point because Kelly had changed her mind because Kelly wants to keep Bruce as a number. Yeah. But I don't know that Drew knows that Bruce had an idol. I think that would have changed Drew's conversation because I think they should have flushed Bruce's idol somehow make him Kelly, she, like, yeah maybe she should have but she's not playing for flushing an idol that's near sight she's playing longer term in that keeping bruce for the next vote is better for her game individually totally. you know what i mean yeah but yeah i think drew's a very pragmatic player i think um i don't know we didn't get a whole lot of drew content this week at least from what i recall Drew is doing and by such Drew, a good I mean Basile. Basile is doing such a good job at not seeming like a threat when he is. And 100% they could have blindsided Drew out of nowhere this week and it would have been iconic. Like he's going to be a threat down the line and hard to get out most likely because I would think Austin could play as idol for Drew. Don't you think? Like I think that why, they're boys Why couldn't enough. he? Oh, you no, think I'm he not would? Saying, yes, I'm saying that. He has yeah, a tight depends. enough alliance where, like, even though Drew himself doesn't have an idol, like, Austin may play it for him. Yeah, but don't forget Drew, and he did not have the opportunity to play it, but he, because he left it on the other beach, but he yes. still has safety without power. Yeah. So, if it comes to a point where Austin's like, if you don't feel safe, but I also don't feel safe, <laughs> you use your safety without power and I'll play my idol. I hope that doesn't come to that, because it's like, oh, no. Safety without power is kind of iconic. Like you're just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I I'll see you back at the camp. I'm not I'm not here. I'm not I'm participating. Not yeah. I've never seen that being played. I don't know how new that Me is. Either. I don't know if that's brand new to 45 or if that was on like maybe 42 at NC. But I kind of love know. it. I can't wait to see him play. There's no way he doesn't play it at some point. If his name gets thrown out once, I'm safety without powering. I don't care. Unless Well, because here's the thing about any advantage is there's power in playing an advantage and playing it correctly. But there is also power in doing the legwork, the strategic work and the social work it takes to not have to play it at all. Yeah. And that could be a pitch in a final two thing being like, listen, I know I've been a threat, but I I relied on my game and I stayed in every tribal instead of just guaranteeing being saved yep yeah. i wonder I, i'll have to look at it i did not and I'm, we have a podcast so i should have i wonder when the last mm-hmm. time he can play the safety without power is i feel like all those things are like when there's six people left on the beach i don't know why yeah. that feels like five six or five yeah feels right yeah 
let's just talk about the immunity in general. So I loved the immunity necklace, three dead birds and some colored feathers. I actually like to <laughs> with them. It's the Daku Waku sh- bird. It's the Kuku Mashua. It's the Kuku Mashua. What is the name of the tribe? I think it's Daku Waka. Waka. Daku Waka. Da- There's one U in there. Daku Waka. I think it's Daku Waka with like a QA at the end. Yeah, but why? What sound does the QA make that's different from the KA? A ku and a ka. <laughs> <laughs> one's okay. a ku and one's a ka. One's um, a ku, one's a ka. Love it. One time in one season, I can't remember. I feel like it was Micronesia. One of the fans that was fans versus favorite. So that was like the Parvati blah, blah, blah season versus. Um, a set of fans, just random civilians, basically. And when they get to the merge, one of the fans said, I really want to name the tribe because you name your new tribe once you're merged. And he named it something he made up and goes, it means blah, blah, blah in Fijian or whatever. And just Wait, lied. He just was Rob Mariano. No, he must have been what, Rob Mariano in what season? Was not in the one I watched. I swear that he did that same thing where he gets to the beach, goes... Yeah, Am- Amba and I just made it up. Oh, that's hot. Well, I didn't watch season eight. You did. <laughs> yeah. That may be something he stole from from Robin Amba then. Oh, my God. Robin Amba. Oh, we Amba. never even said we threw Julia a Survivor-themed surprise party on Saturday, and it was iconic. It was iconic. It Rise was... Everyone looked hot in their buffs. Everybody looked so sexy in their buffs. It was it was amazing. It that's why was the, the best. That's why the episode dropped late because uh, I was supposed to wake up on Saturday and and post it and finish editing and oh. posting it, but I woke up and was doing arts and crafts instead. <laughs> I know Kathleen made me such great arts and crafts. I had well, we had buffs for everybody. I walked up and there were tiki torches outside of our house. I got big survivor banner. Big survivor banner. I got a heart cut out with my two favorite Boston guys. <laughs> Boston Robin, Boston Jake is now Boston Jake to me. Uh, we got Naked uh, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Probst uh, poster. And then we got another Boston Rob. What would you call that meme? Uh wait, what meme? Oh, the, the meme, meme is the meme is the like jealousy meme where like the guy yeah. is like turned around being like ooh to another girl and then the his girlfriend's behind him being like oh like, so ah. I put her husband on the girl and Boston Rob on the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Julia's head turning. We can I can post these on our Twitter. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see at Benchtown TV, you can see them. The icing on top was that I found a beware advantage at my birthday party so i did a beware advantage with a few clues and i i hid it in her bedside table while we were decorating thinking she'll find it the next day or i'll tell her to look for it and in the middle of the party she comes down and lifts her shirt and it's in her bed Mm -hmm. i found it it, and i only told my allies yes and then we voted somebody out at the end of the party we did we had paper and a i made a stupid ass pen that was gigantic and you dressed as jeff it was a fishing you you, we did survivor we did survivor drag yeah we did what these people wish they could do i know (laughs) okay back to it so the immunity challenge we already really talked about it but i i just liked 
that we're finally getting immunity reward we get to watch people mm-hmm. eat tacos and then You're obsessed with watching them eat i love watching them eat like they're savages they look so crazy eating and i i don't sometimes you know sometimes i'll be at dinner with people or like at lunch or whatever if i'm eating with people and i'll realize i had blacked out the entire time that i was eating and i could have looked like an absolute monster and i'll be like i wonder if anyone was watching me oh i thought you're gonna say sometimes i realized that i just didn't eat anything off my plate and just watch the other person eat no, no. I realize that I don't look at anything except the food and the food in front of me, shoveling it into my throat, <laughs> and then I'm like, that couldn't have been gorgeous. <laughs> right. We eat like it's gonna get taken away. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just liked it. I liked the twist that one wouldn't make it to jury. I thought that was awesome. That's cool. That like was real. That felt like real stakes. Like that's okay. insult to injury. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, Kelly and D. Like we've seen it last season where Franny had. I'm pretty sure Matt goes home at that point. I think he's the first juror. And yes, Matt was on the other team and Franny held out, meaning that mm-hmm. whatever it was, if Franny held out, then Matt wouldn't have been. It was that was she it? was safe regardless. So she could have fallen before the other team's winner fell, had her still be safe and had Matt not go to tribal council because it was different in that. Yes, only those six went to tribal Correct. council. Yeah, and, Correct. Then, and then he's like, did you bring my bag? And she's like, no, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, I, I have a papaya. <laughs> Yo, Terrible. God, Christ. Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> Tacos and Bubbles was the award. Reward. We got to see the girlies take it home. It's like a classic Parvati challenge beast. Uh, I can just picture her in Heroes Villains crushing it with her girl. And I can That was the one where they're Danielle. standing upright, though. Well, they, I mean, they could have been. All these up- people were like tree hugging. The Parvati one, she's like, she's just standing on a foothold. Yeah, she's fucking beast and she's hot. Yeah, of course, but I don't know I if I think it was they the could have done same. that. I think they could have done that too. No way. No one said you had to hug the tree. I feel like they all just decided to do that, right? Maybe. I don't know. Now I got to go back and watch that entire season. Yeah, me too. I fucking love Tara's films. It's so good. Um, I felt like when we did the team split that I was never going to be interested, worried, concerned, stressed, impressed, entertained, all of the above by the Kelly team going to tribal. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So that's that is Drew, Emily, Kendra, Bruce, Sifu and Kelly. Yeah. That felt like it it felt like, okay, Sifu, maybe Bruce Michael Holm. This is not interesting to me. When I looked at the other team, yeah, the D winning team, I went, I want none of these people to go home. Sure. And that's how it shakes out sometimes, right? Yeah. Same as last week. It's like Sifu couldn't have gone home. Bruce couldn't have gone home. These are people we want to go home. So you're just kind of like, fuck. You know, it's so interesting because you think of like when they split into teams, you go, oh, yeah, I've got a really strong team. We're going to beat the other team. But then you go, oh, but I have to compete against them. Like as soon as Jeff said that, I was like, oh, shit, that's who you're up against. Yeah. Or more so really than well, maybe not more so, but I don't know. What do you think? What would you would you rather have a weak team? and win it but have your tribe lose or look around at your team and go we're winning this for sure but i might be the weakest one in this team 
Oh, I want to win and lose. I don't care. Skip yeah, the taco. Can. Skip the taco for the day. Give me the necklace. You want to Kelly it. Yeah, I mean, Kelly gets to go home and play just straight. All right, talk to me. What do we got? Yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Office but she's, hours. She's playing a great game. And I just like you said that you wish you would play a Kelly game. I said that a few episodes ago. Yeah. Um, I Kelly is the game you want to play. She's low key. She shouldn't win too many because it seems like they said to D this episode, like, oh, you're a threat now. Like you win and shouldn't win too many is stupid to me, though, because win all of them. Win all of them. Well, that's what how do you, I felt why about. Why do you, you, what, you pump the brakes? You pull back? Like, I know Franny no. went in and was, like, winning a bunch. But, like, if you win a bunch, if you win all, then you're safe for everything you win. Okay. But that's what I Maybe thought. Maybe reward. Of. Reward different. I don't want to, no spoilers on this, but for 43, the girl that was in the final tribal should have won the whole thing. And she was a challenge beast. Who won 43? Yeah. We're not saying it, but come on. You think the yeah. winner of 43 should have been the winner of 43 that's out of control? No. I would have been happy with the other two people that were in the final Me too. three. I, just, I mean, he was doing it for a good cause, I guess, with the money, the million Yeah, but that wasn't even but... revealed until it already happened. It was like going, by the way. I know. Right? I, I know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just think that, like, sometimes... I don't know. People just really need to pitch themselves better at Final Tribal. I know we don't see every ounce of it, but are you ever going to watch Micronesia? Because one of the most iconic things yeah. ever happened. You have to watch it. One of the most iconic things happened in the tribal final tribal. The, one of the questions asked by the jury, meaning Alex gasped like get like we were holding each other's arms like that didn't just happen. <gasps> no fucking way. And Micronesia oh is God. so fucking good. It's so fucking good. I love okay, Micronesia. Fine. All right, let's get the fuck out of here so I can go watch Micronesia. Okay, perfect. So I don't really have much. Anything. Just kidding. I didn't mean that, but no, I I really don't have much else besides. Like, Let me look I at my love, notes. I love women. Big yeah. girl slay. We're gonna have a big girl slay next week. <laughs> um, Caleb was just devastated when he lost. Like the way he took that beat, I was like, oh, that hurts. I know. But you know, we'll get to see his smiling face, and he'll be well fed and showered every week at Aww. tribal. I know. I can't wait to see him next week. We still get to see him in his perfect smile. The auction is back. <gasps> That's kind of cool. You think they're going to do any sort of twist? Because I feel like they got rid of the auction because survivors were realizing like, oh, I'm just going to save all my money and bid for the end because you need all your money really to like get the idol or the advantage at the end. That's like why they got rid of the auction, I think. Yeah. It was getting predictable. Yeah. Do you think that? Well, okay. So the first season Julia and I had ever watched was um, Kagayan, and they had a great auction, like ev- that we had never seen it before. So I remember loving the auction, everyone eating these. Yeah. Just like I again, I eating. love watching people eat, <laughs> and so them just like slamming shit, like after paying forty dollars for like a, a handful of marshmallows. Piece of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yes. I feel like who was it that was? Um, I can't remember I'm, anyone. I'm I thinking of Cass days. eating something stupid. Wait, With no, I'm lip? thinking of Jeffra. Jeffra, that's who it is. The Blake yeah. Lively lookalike. Blake Lively. Yes, that's poor exactly. Ma- poor what man's I was Blake Lively. Oh my god, I love that. No, but still, I think like she's the. I just think she's the rich man's. Blake I was gonna Lively. say, but still more expensive than I could afford. So, yeah. all right, we love what, you, Jeffra. Did your notes tell you anything? The only thing that I, the only other thing that I have to say is Jake related, um, and it is. 
Uh, there was like a cut. It's really unimportant, but I'm just going to tell you because we're all here. Did you notice the cut where like everyone's on the beach and I forget who's talking about Jake, but they cut over to Jake and he is wearing one shoe. He's wearing like a loafer. No. Okay. He's wearing one shoe and he's stumbling down the beach. And I was like, if this man falls down and twerks again, I'll lose my shit. I literally thought he was falling. I thought they were cutting to a shot of him saying like, oh, and, you know, Jake's a threat. And they got to Jake. He's wearing one shoe on the beach and just like fainting. But it, it wasn't. It was just like a very, very strangely selected hand selected cut of Jake being disheveled. I'm going to rewatch it and I'll send you a clip and we can add it to all the thing. We can add it to my party. Um, OK, my party post. Um. Twitter, uh, Twitter, Jesus Christ. Last week. <laughs> were you going to call me Twitter? You thought my name was no, Twitter? I was, I was saying like you were like, oh, add it to the post on Twitter in my brain. And then I just said Twitter no. out loud. <laughs> so um, last week when Jake was like getting the mud off him after the after the losing challenge, he was like stumbling out of the water. I was like, no, stop, stop. <laughs> like I, I was concerned he was eating sand i was concerned yeah, he, i don't he doesn't know how to walk on sand but never has done it he's from boston never. how could he he's, how could he and that's what mo- what i love most about him i know all right that's all we got huh we're gonna end it because we are in just like 10 feet away from each other in a different room on zoom so we want to hang out um, yeah we want to hang out i am just taking one quick little pass dumu mashua daku makuka dushu makaka <laughs> Those are my a coup notes. and a ka. <laughs> a coup and a ka. And I think that's the perfect place to quit. I think that's beautiful. Okay. That's the episode. We'll be back for episode eight. We'll be here for the auction. We cannot wait. Um, maybe Jeff has something up his little tiny baby sleeve. <laughs> we got Rinch Down TV. And thanks for listening. Four one out for four steps down. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 